we expect anyone to invest in Michigan, we've got to invest in ourselves. And I have a plan that will get us to 90% of state roads in good and fair condition by 2030. That was Governor Gretchen Whitmer laying out her budget priorities yesterday in Lansing and asking Michigan residents to pay more to make sure that our roads are in good shape. This is Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, I'm really glad you've joined us. I want to start with a little story, a story about my car. When I drive my car right now down the road, it pulls really hard to the right. So much so that I've got to keep tension in the wheel all the time just to avoid swerving into another lane or running up on a curb. That's to say nothing about the ride itself, which is really, really bumpy right now because my shocks are blown and the suspension needs work. I also invested in new tires last fall, four new tires, because they were really in bad shape. And already, two of them are going to have to be replaced again. One has a serious puncture in it. The other has a giant bump on the side of it along the sidewall. All in, when I take my car in, I'll probably be at about $800 to $1,000 worth of work that the car needs to be back in good shape. $800 to $1,000. That's on top of the money I spent last fall replacing the tires. Governor Gretchen Whitmer is saying we ought to pay $0.45 more cents per gallon in taxes at the pump in order to make sure that the roads are in better shape, that they don't tear up our cars the way they do. If you add that up over the average consumer's gas buying habits over a year, you're talking about two to four hundred dollars a year. Two to four hundred dollars versus almost a thousand. You would think that would be an easy sell. You would think people would say, Hallelujah, this is a way to keep more money in my wallet. But looking around social media yesterday at the reaction to the governor's plan, I saw just the opposite. Lots of people pushing back, saying, I don't have 45 more cents per gallon to pay at the pump. I think that's too much. So which should it be? Should we be paying more to keep up the roads? If we pay more at the pump, will the governor and the state government figure out a way to make the roads be in better shape? Or is this all a a ruse and maybe we should just keep bumping down the road and paying so much to fix our cars? That's where we want to begin the conversation today here on Detroit Today. 45 cents more per gallon in gas tax. That's what Governor Whitmer says we need to have better roads. Is that the right approach? Are you willing to pay it? And if not, tell me what else you want to do. Tell me how else you would improve the roads so that we're all not pulling so much out of our wallets just to keep our cars on the road. As always, the number on the phones is 313-577-1019. That's 313-577-1019. You can also go to the WDET Facebook page and put comments there, or you can go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today, and we'll work you into the conversation. And joining us now to talk about the governor's budget address and this 45-cent gas tax increase is Shana Roth. She is the state capital correspondent for the Michigan Public Radio Network. Shana, how is your car these days? My, 
<laughs> it sounds like my car is doing a lot better than your car. Um, but I do drive uh, pretty much every day from Grand Rapids to Lansing now that I have moved to Grand Rapids. So I definitely uh, feel the pain of the roads daily as well. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about this idea that the governor has. It is a pretty steep tax increase at the pump. Lots of people, as I said, are pushing back and saying, hmm, that seems like too much money. I can't afford that. What is her argument for why this is the right way to go? Yeah, so her argument is essentially this is the best option out there. That, you know, her and the budget people, they have come together, they have gone and workshopped a bunch of different alternatives, and they said this is the most fair and sort of equitable way to get the, as they say, two and a half billion dollars a year needed to improve, not only just, you know, sort of keep the roads as is, but to try and improve the state's roads. Um, And what they're saying is basically that if if we don't do this now, it's just going to keep getting worse. We need to have a serious, serious investment into our roads. Otherwise, they're just going to keep crumbling and it's going to cost even more down the road. And what was interesting is during the budget presentation uh, the other day, uh, Governor Whitmer and her uh, budget director, Chris Kolb, they said, here's some other options that we considered. And that included an individual income tax rate increase, a corporate income tax rate increase, a sales and use tax rate increase from 6% to 4, 7.4%. They said, we looked in, we kind of workshopped all these ideas, but we settled on the gas tax in part because they say it's the most fair. It is a use tax in that if you are using the roads you should be paying for the roads. So the more you use the roads, the more you're going to pay. And it's also a solution that brings in trucks because it's not just a gas tax, it's also a diesel tax. So that's kind of their broad uh, argument for why this is the thing that they need to do. However, they said, you know, we are willing to work with other ideas, but what we need is $2.5 billion. Right. Bring your ideas, but they better add up at the end of the day to $2 billion to to, to fill that hole. Uh, Let's talk about the Republican reaction to what the governor said. It was a little mixed. I saw some people say, well, this is something we can talk about. But there were some others who said, absolutely not. No way. Yeah, and it was really surprising. Like some of the Republicans that I spoke to and heard from, they were a bit more uh, cautiously, oh, like, not off board. They're not saying that this is a non-starter, which was kind of surprising. But then, of course, there you know, as my uh, inbox got flooded with uh, press releases from different Republicans, some of them said that this is insane. Uh, others called this an uninspired idea, saying that you know we're just gonna, in order to get more money, we're just gonna tax the people, and why would we keep doing that? Um, an interesting one came from Speaker of the House Lee Chatfield, who is one of the major players that Whitmer is going to have to work with to get a solution. Uh, and I just pulled it up, and he said, you know, I've said it before. And I'll say it again. We will always have a road funding problem in Michigan until every penny we pay in taxes at the pump is devoted to fix the roads. Mm-hmm. Uh, he goes on to say that, you know, taxpayers said before they didn't want a $2 billion tax hike. They said no to that a while ago. And we can't continue to gloss over the long-term structural problem while asking families, workers, and seniors who are already living paycheck to paycheck to pay even more. Now, it's interesting. He doesn't say No. <laughs> he doesn't say, like, absolutely not. And what was another interesting thing that Whitmer sort of put out during her presentation is she's like, we got other ideas to sort of help cushion the blow, particularly for those working families. She wants to eliminate the pension tax. Uh, she wants to increase the earned income tax credit. 
However, how is she also going to pay for those things? Well, then there's this sort of controversial uh, tax on smaller on different on certain types of businesses, including a lot of small businesses. So there's a lot of moving pieces going on here. Where at the end of the day, it's, we're not just talking about in isolation that 45 cents uh, tax increase. So, so let's start uh, with what Chatfield was saying, Speaker of the House, this idea that we need to make sure that every penny of the gas tax goes toward the roads. We've heard that argument before, um, but would that, would that fix this on its own? If we just dedicated all of the gas taxes we already pay to roads, would we come up with that number, that $2 billion number? But the other question is, what would happen to the other things that are now funded by the gas tax? That money goes to a number of different uh, things, including schools. Uh, would those would those areas of government end up suffering if we did what the speaker is suggesting? And that's an interesting question. That I, the first part, I don't know for sure. And and it's in part of that is because you have all these other things that are more or less tied up into that. So it's kind of like a house of cards where if you take one thing out, these other things are going to suffer. And what was – and during her presentation, Governor Whitmer kind of alluded to that. And she said, look, we need to come up with a budget that doesn't play what she called shell games with different money. She talked about how the school aid fund, which is supposed to be for mostly K-12 through education, has been – quote, raided over the years and gone to universities. Uh, She mentioned that, you know, there are gas tax uh, money that is not going just towards the roads. And so what she said was, is we can't really, we don't really want to mess around with the current gas tax. But what she wants to do is this new gas tax will be just for the roads and will be make sure that it is just for the roads. And then she has other parts of her proposal that are moving things around so that essentially the school aid fund will go back to being just for that K through 12 education. And then this part of the the roads, to, uh, then this gas or fuel tax will go just for the roads. So she's kind of trying to restructure the budget and to make sure that things are going back into their proper boxes as they were initially set out at, but it doesn't sound like she wants to uh, move around the money that is initial or the sort of current structure of the fuel and gas tax. Yeah. Uh, before we get to the phones, and of course we have a lot of callers who want to talk <laughs> about this issue, I, I, I want to talk a little strategy. Uh, so, in addition to this suggestion, the governor is also suggesting a small hike in the business tax. Uh, and I saw this morning that she's saying. Uh, to some people who don't like the idea of a, of a, of a hike in the business tax, well, uh, help me get this gas tax hike through and maybe we can ease off of that. Uh, talk about the, that, that kind of jockeying. Is that, a, is that a, a move that's likely to get her more of what she wants in the end? It depends. I mean, the, the the business lobbyists are a very powerful lobby. You know, we have big business corporations. We have the Small Business uh, Association. I mean, there's a lot of business interests that have a very strong voice in Lansing. It is interesting that she immediately kind of recognized that and went to those uh, to those places. And it's it's interesting in part because we now have a governor who's sort of kind of 
be willing to be open about that sort of horse trading that we all know has to go on in order to get things done behind the scenes. Whereas Governor Rick Snyder, he was always saying, I'm not a horse trader and I'm not trading this, that and the other thing when, you know, kind of new behind the scenes, like that's how you get things done in Lansing. Uh, I think that we're probably going to see more of this, maybe not even necessarily just from Whitmer, but from other members of the legislature. We don't know yet what, uh, say, uh, Senate Majority Leader Mike Shirky or Speaker of the House Lee Chatfield, if they are going to come up with some sort of an alternative plan that doesn't involve a 45 cent increase on the fuel tax. But if they do, or if somebody in Lansing comes up with a different idea that maybe Whitmer doesn't agree with, I mean, we're really going to start to see this play out almost in real time as they try and put together a budget that they can all agree on. And it's not even just you know, making sure that they all agree on the fuel tax. I mean, there's a lot of stuff in her budget, you know, changes for education, uh, clean drinking water, more money for that. It, there's a lot going on there that we're really going to have to pay attention to and just sort of see what can they, where can they find that common ground. Again, the number on the phones, as always, is 313-577-1019. That's 313-577-1019. You can also go to the WDET Facebook page and put comments there or go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today. We'll work you into the conversation. Call and tell us what you think about paying 45 cents more per gallon at the pump if that will fix our roads. Are you in with that plan or do you have some other way to raise that money? We're going to start today with Aaron in Jefferson Chalmers. Aaron, welcome to Detroit Today. Hi, Stephen. I'm very disappointed in the fact that the governor did not mention public transit in her plan. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Sometimes I kick myself. I think, why did I stay in Michigan? I'm stuck in car jail for two hours a day. And I think this plan is a little backwards and that we're kicking the can down the road, so to speak. So, so you would rather uh, you would rather the governor had announced maybe forty five cents on a gas tax to help build a better public transit infrastructure here in Michigan. You know, 20, Twenty cents for public transit infrastructure. Yeah, no, that's an interesting idea, Aaron. Uh, you know, those of us who are bumping around on the roads, I, I'm not sure that we would uh, necessarily make that trade off. But that is an interesting idea. Uh, Shana Roth, talk about what did the governor say anything about investments in public transit? Yeah, I mean, now that you mention it, I I, I did not hear anything about public transportation. Uh, I think the but but I think that her uh, her budget presentation, much like her state of the state, was really focused on those areas that she focused on during her campaign: mm-hmm. education, clean drinking water, and fixing the blank roads. Uh, So I think that while there's probably going to be some conversation along the way about uh, public transportation, uh, the thing is, though, I I think that what she's trying to do is to improve, make improvements that can be felt by everybody in the state. Uh, Michigan is very interesting in that we have those really uh, urban, dense populations, but then we also have a lot of rural areas where public transportation is really just a non-starter. So it sounds like she's got ideas for uh, down the road, but her central focus right now is to fulfill that campaign promise of fixing the roads. Uh, Again, thanks for the call and the question. Let's go to Mary in Oxford. Mary, welcome to Detroit Today. Thank you. I would like the governor to look at raising the beer tax. Hmm. The last time I checked, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think the beer tax has been raised since the 1960s, which is absolutely (laughs) outrageous. 
No governor or legislator has the guts to look at raising the beer tax, and it might also help uh, lessen drunk driving. Hmm. That's my comment. Uh, Mary, I uh, appreciate that call and that suggestion. Uh, Shana Roth, the, the, the idea of using sin taxes to pay for roads is something that I've heard some people suggest in the past. That Why isn't that something that's on this governor's agenda? As, as Mary points out, it hasn't been on any governor's agenda uh, for about 50 years. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely something I think I'll probably want to ask her the next time I'm able to sit down with her or, or she holds any sort of a press conference. That's an interesting point. Um, I think that part of that might just end up being that they can't get enough money from that. Um, I don't know how stable the taxes that we get from the beer tax are, um, but we do know that we have a, an incredible amount of revenue coming from the – or you can get an incredible amount of revenue coming from uh, – from gas and fuel taxes because those are sort of necessities. Those are things that we can consistently rely on. People are going to need, uh, whether they are individuals or companies or, you know, long-haul truckers, they're going to need those things. I feel like it's possible that, you know, sin taxes, be it for cigarettes or for uh, – or for alcohol, those might be a little bit less stable um, and and really on some level easier to get away from. There was uh, talk about how uh, people who live along the border are going to just get their gas uh, you know, on the other side of the border where it's not costing as much. That's that's something that's possible for people who live on the border, but not so much for people who live upstate. But if you start taxing, you know, liquor and alcohol and beer, uh, you know, you spend a weekend, you go to Indiana, you load up your trunk and you come back. So I, I think that there's probably an issue of how reliable that source of funding would be. Hmm. Uh, again, Mary, I uh, really appreciate the call and the comments. Let's. Uh, John on Facebook says, uh, classic regressive tax, which will hit working people the hardest. Chris on Facebook says, if this were paired with lower weight limits, stricter enforcement of weight limits, and cheaper auto insurance, I might have supported it. Maybe include a push for improved mass transit or any creative solutions to reduce future transit problems. But just a higher gas tax? That's it? Uh, Shana, this idea of who will pay this tax, you know, in Michigan, we don't have a lot of options because of the way government is structured to uh, to levy progressive taxes. In other words, uh, taxes that hit people who have higher incomes differently than those who have lower ones. The gas tax is somewhat regressive, but so is the sales tax, which was the, the other idea that we had out there. She just didn't have a lot of room to maneuver, I think, uh, in the way that uh, she could propose things that could actually get done in the short term. Yeah, I mean, really, the focus has, for her and for her administration is that $2.5 billion a year. So it's not just we need to fill up our piggy bank to $2.5 billion. It's we need to do that every single year. So they're trying to find some methodology that will do that consistently every year. So that way, we can not only get better roads, but we can maintain those newer and better roads. Um, and I think that it's possible we're going to see some proposals that maybe uh, do a bit more of that blending um, um, that do the, uh, you know, maybe a little bit more of a gas tax, but then maybe, you know, we increase or make cuts here, there, or somewhere else. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting. This is definitely just a first step in figuring all of this out. This was just her budget proposal. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see down the road sort of where they start to find those points of compromise and what the final product ends up being. Hmm. Uh, let's go to Rachel in Kego Harbor. 
Rachel, welcome to the show today. Hey. Um, so I have no problem paying more for gas, but my issue is that I feel like every time there's construction and they redo the roads within a couple years, the roads are crappy again. Like, what <laughs> What are we doing wrong? I've been to other states in the Midwest that get just as much snow and ice that we do, and they don't seem to have these problems. Mm. Uh, Rachel, that's a great question. Uh, Shana Roth, did did the governor talk much about spending existing road funds differently? Did she talk about uh, if we get all of this money from the gas tax, whether we will look at the way in which we build and repair roads to make sure we're getting better value? Not really so much in her presentation, but in the past, uh, Governor Whitmer has said that we do need to be, and, and also her her uh, MDOT Department of Transportation Director, Paul Ajiba, both have said that, you know, we really need to get smarter about how we fix our roads. Uh, so, you know, part of the problem right now is that we don't have the money to make those really deep investments into the roads. So we're either uh, repairing the roads with not the best or newest materials, or we're just sort of filling in the potholes and hoping that things get hoping that they stay that way um so i think that what we will probably likely see and i think part of what her where they're getting that 2.5 billion dollars is that they want to spend more on roads that are going to last longer and sort of make that sort of longer term investment into the roads okay shana roth capital correspondent for the michigan public radio network always great to hear from you here on detroit today always a pleasure Up next, we're going to unpack Mayor Mike Duggan's State of the City speech here in Detroit. Uh, We want to hear from you about that as well. What did you think of the speech? What do you think we're likely to see happen in the city of Detroit over the next year, over the coming years? Also, don't forget, if you have to miss any of today's show, you don't have to miss out on the conversation. Just go to iTunes or wherever you download podcasts, download and subscribe to Detroit Today, and take us with you, and you can listen when you are ready. We'll be right back with more Detroit today.